episode nine, aka eight point B. <laughs> we got a special guest with us today. Shamir is joining us. Welcome to Try Blacker. What up, though? What up? What up? We appreciate you joining us today. Uh, today's episode, we're going to be wrapping up uh, our conversation from episode eight in regards to Netflix miniseries by Ava DuVernay, When They See Us. Uh, we'll also be discussing um, white people's uh, need to put their hands on black people, especially at basketball games. Um <laughs> uh, what else are we talking about? I feel like there was like some other shit. Oh, we had a lot ran down. Um, what's the what's the uh, that, yeah, that, Candace that bitch. Owen, yeah. Candace Owen, she says <laughs> that bitch. I mean, or or should I say, or should I say, Tommy yeah. Lauren? <laughs> Candace get on my fucking Lauren. <laughs> like, I feel like we gotta fuck up her name for the culture too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, shit. Okay. Um, what else are we talking about? I think that's that's about it. It'll take us two hours to get through that little bit anyway. Um, I finished uh, when when they see us uh, earlier today around noon. Um, I powered through. Look, as of yesterday, I had uh, as of the last episode, I'd watched half of episode one. As of today, I watched the rest of episode one and all of like two, three, and four. No breaks. Power straight through it. I say, yo, only way to do it is just to fucking do it. Like I, I can't take a break. I'ma just I'ma just go. I'ma just go. Damn, man. You you are right, man. Man. you a better man than me when you told me. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing. Yeah, man. <laughs> one and a half through four, man. It was um Episode the beginning of episode four was the toughest. Yeah. yeah, that was the toughest. So for those who haven't watched episode four, pretty much um, gives us insight into Corey Wise's incarceration experience um, as he was tried and sentenced as an adult. He didn't get to go to juvie like the other four young men. He they sent him to Attica um, yeah. when he left Rikers. Um, and yeah. That was that was fucking tough. I don't know if y'all know when um when you get locked up for rape, uh, you are a target. If you get locked up for rape or a crime against a child, you are a target. You hit the yard, like you know, you hit Jim Pop. They coming for your ass. And then it it wasn't. Not only did he get locked up for rape, but he got locked up for the rape of a white woman. And then it was a exactly. uh, publicized case. So you can oh, only yeah. imagine the type of abuse that he endured, not only by inmates, but from uh, guards as well. Uh, Corey spent the majority of his incarceration in solitary confinement. I don't fucking blame him. Uh, one piece of advice a fucking guard gave him was uh, snitches go to the infirmary, ask for solitary. Yep. Solitary probably saved his life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Solitary is not really a good thing to do. Like from what I hear, because I am one of the fortunate people in this planet that has never had to deal with prison. But like solitary, I mean, it's pretty much damn near designed to make you go fucking crazy in there. Yeah, 
Yeah, they say there's like a certain period of time that you can like be sane in there, and then once once you get past that point, it's like a bomb goes off in your brain, and you like never can never really fully recover. Right. From that. Yeah. But on the other hand, I think I'd take solitary from and over daily abuse. You know what I'm saying? Fast. Yeah, for real. Yeah, like, literally everywhere that he went. Right. It it was abuse. So I mean, the one good thing about it is that um, he had that one guard who made sure to make contact with him so he wasn't just in solitary and then um, eventually got him a gig cleaning the um, common areas for a couple hours a day so he wasn't stuck in solitary yeah. the, whole, the whole time. I mean, yeah. I mean, that was amazing. Like, that was amazing on his own. God bless him. That guard. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember his name. What was it? Roberts? Yeah, Roberts. Yeah, yeah. God bless him. Yeah. That shit fucked me up, man. That shit is a fucking that shit that shit is nightmare for you. Yeah, he was a fucking child. Yeah. Imagine seventeen, like just Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. That whole that whole case that whole case is super duper unfortunate. I like how I like how they brushed uh they brushed on that Donald Trump shit too oh, yeah, because people always like they tend to try to make sure that like that's not brought up constantly. It's one of the main reasons why like yeah definitely. Wait, say it again. I think his audio dropped. Yeah, I was gonna say because I, I couldn't hear any of But that. I'll pick up um hopefully he can get back in. But um in regards to what he was saying about Donald Trump, a lot of people try to kind of avoid um discussing the fact that that motherfucker spent he put out an ad in the fucking New York Times calling I think it was the New York Times calling for the death penalty as far as like with these kids. Yeah. That were uh, were pretty much just railroaded by the fucking good old people of the NYPD. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, like that's one of those things to where it's just all like, it's just kind of like, man, dude, this is the president right now. That's the shit that's just bugged out to me. All right, imagine that a motherfucker who he spent a couple grand to do that too. Like, you know what I'm saying? He he drunk some bread to take out of yeah, like, to advocate for the death penalty. What if they yeah. had exercised that and find out later that right. exactly they were in the there's no coming back exactly yeah. you can't bring them back exactly he still be president yeah. he probably still would be oh, president absolutely <laughs> absolutely uh, it's it's wild America it's wild and what's even wilder is is the fact that. There was literally no evidence whatsoever that implicated None. any of these kids. No DNA yes, implicated nothing. one person, yet everybody wanted to stand fast on the, well, if they didn't do it, they were involved. But there's nothing that ties them to it, period. Y'all exactly. let the motherfucker who did it walk right past y'all, drenched in that woman's blood with her fucking uh, uh, Walkman. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> like... Yeah, he, he went on to kill. He went on to like he went on to rape and kill two more people or something crazy yeah. like that. Too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of them was a pregnant lady. 
uh, killed her with, uh, gouged her eyes out with a butter yeah. knife with her kids in the next room. Yep. Jesus Christ. That's when he got caught. He yeah. raped two more people, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And remember yeah. that this, like this, this case. Well, when um the first lady was raped, quote unquote, by the kids, um this was in April. He didn't get caught until August. But mind you, she wasn't his first one either. So exactly. Exactly. They had a um, serial rapists on their hands that they, they, you know, she. Linda was all we gotta get the rapist off the street, but you had a whole serial rapist on your hands, and didn't even consider any other factors. Yeah. I'm asking if if there was some personal issues or something that she was dealing with as to why she was going so hard on this, outside of just being a blatant racist. But you know what I'm saying? Like, was there anything else going on? Because she pushed entirely too hard to make this case. Because it, it, they made it. It wasn't... It, the evidence didn't support what they made. They, they crafted this right, case. Right, right. You know what I'm oh, saying? You, you think it was on some like some like Liam Neeson shit where he was like... I just Bruh, that literally was the first thing that I'm talking about. Right. My friend got right. I'm glad you brought that up. Watching the first episode within that first 30 minutes, person all of these little black kids, that literally the first thing I thought about was Liam Neeson. Ah uh, yeah. Uh, what's a, what's a woman's name? Felicity. Yeah, Felicity Hoffman. She played that role really well because I fucking yeah. hate her. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> the entire cast. Yeah. Yeah, like every single every single person that was involved, like on the cops, like all the all the actors that played the police. Like I can't stand none of them. Like I don't want to see none of them when I walk around, man. I... Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's kind of ironic that Felicity Hop isn't she the one that um, got that whole was it scandal I... shit? Oh damn! Yeah, that's her. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, it's her. Remember, it was yeah, her. yeah, I heard it, was, it was her. Hey, Felicity said she got to work somehow because she got she got restitution to pay. <laughs> right. Hey, didn't it get Becky years though? I heard she's because <laughs> her shit ran deep too. I think. Yeah, uh-huh. I heard she's facing like forty. Yeah, but here's what happened with Becky, or yeah, with Becky, or her real name is Lori Laughlin. So she, they were like, "Yo, we, we know you did this shit. You, you gotta, you know, you about to go to jail or whatever. You gonna plead guilty or what's your plea or whatever?" She pled not guilty because I, she really was like, "Oh, I'm not gonna go to jail for this shit," or, or was like, "They don't have shit on me," and that's why they gave her that heavy ass fine because they knew they they had all the shit on her, and she really was that arrogant to think either a they weren't gonna do or b they didn't have shit on her, and then that's why when she pled not guilty, that's when they she got that crazy sentence. So they really the first the first go around in court they were trying to be merciful but she was like I'm good I'm my counsel that's what I'm like, trying oh, to figure bet. out this has got to be the worst counsel in history okay like <laughs> the fuck are y'all doing like, <laughs> you know, y'all not at all like what are you doing my guy yeah like <laughs> yeah like and also like you know how how like bad exactly like, <laughs> as a there's so many other ways there's so many other ways you can get your kid in school like. Like give them a shit ton of money and build like a building or like some shit. Else. Like there's so many different. Right. Yeah, like I mean, like they say else. they say that's how Donna Dre's daughter got into USC mm-hmm. because uh, him and Jimmy Iovine did that. If you're, if you're gonna yep. buy your kids way in, 
donate that shit. Don't like hand it to the fucking registration office. Like, hey, look here. <laughs> I give you 50 G's if you just go ahead and say my kid gets in. Like, you can't do that shit. Just pull up with the bag, like you, yeah, like yo, let him in. Nigga, what you're supposed to do is do like Dre did. Years before his child even was able to apply to school, was like, yeah, he was like, I'm gonna go ahead, I'm gonna put this bug in y'all ear. I'm gonna go ahead, give y'all this dough. You know, I'm finna build these these annexes and shit. And when my kid applies, y'all know what's up. Oh, real talk, I already said anyway. Like, if I ever um, hit the lotto or something, I'm donating like $5 million to UNCG just because of that shit. I want to stack on myself. UNCG <laughs> is trash, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Look, man, I live, in, I live in the Glenwood area over in Greensboro. Man, don't talk to me about UNCG. They gentr- they trying to gentrify the hell out of my neighborhood right now. It's just a matter of time before they throw a Starbucks and a Target up in this bitch. Right. Mm. You're right about it. But um the one saving grace when we going back to uh when they see us is Nancy Ryan. So we were like struggling trying to figure out um her name last episode. I kept saying Ryan, but I could never remember like her first name. So it was Nancy Ryan was the original prosecutor on the case who was like, I'm not gonna take this shit to trial. This shit is weak. We ain't got shit. And then here yep. come uh, uh what's her face, Voldemort oh, come out. Man. Oh, no, nah, we, we don't say her name, nigga. Um, somehow, some, nah, I'm finna make this shit. And make it, she did. So, you know, uh, at, at the end of the day, she came back through like, yo, I told y'all when y'all first presented it, it was trash. Now y'all see without a shadow of a doubt, it was trash. Look at the evidence. None of this shit says a gang of kids. It says one person. Like, you know what I'm saying? They went back and reviewed the photos, the drag marks, and they took, um, what was his name, Matthias... Reyes's confession and was like his story supports the fucking evidence like mm-hmm. yeah. the fuck were y'all doing 15 Dude, years ago he gave me goosebumps that he was actually in um in jail with Corey twice at that yes definitely yeah, yeah. that's crazy twice that, yeah. like, he gave me hey god you know what I'm saying like yeah, what are the odds? That was God's plan for real. What are the fucking odds that they'd end up incarcerated together twice? Two totally different things. They were together wow. in two different institutions. Um, what I want to know is how Raymond's stepmother felt after he got exonerated. She talked all that shit, calling that man a rapist and shit when he got home. Yeah, she all that shit. Problems and shit, like... How do you how do you, like, how do you come back from that? You can't. So yeah, you can't come back from that. You just getting cussed out of every family reunion, <laughs> like getting ice grill while people. I'm willing to bet she um she probably trying to reach out to him now. I bet yeah yeah. If she hasn't already, I'm pretty sure they may have had this conversation back in um '02 when uh the exonerations popped off. But dog, like you owe that man some kind of apologies because. That shit like is she loud. Probably, she probably tried to keep his little brother from him and all of that stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, over what? Exactly. Would you find out to be a lie? 
or what you should have known because, you know, you married his father and I'm pretty sure his father gave you the whole rundown. And then not only did you, you know, his father give you the rundown, but you were present for the trial as far as being able to read the newspapers and, and see what was going on at the time. The shit, they were railroading it. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, um, I also thought some more on what I also said about reviewing all of Voldemort's cases and I said I wasn't sure I was for it because of what that could potentially result in. But after seeing episode four, I retract my statement. Review all her shit. Oh, oh yeah, every single fucking case. Yo, how, how arrogant and cocky she was sitting down with Nancy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's she's getting everything slowly stripped away from her, so I'm glad that that's happening. But I mean, I personally hope that she loses every single thing before she leaves this earth. Yeah. But, oh yeah, I thought that you said that earlier too. Uh yeah, like it's just man, Jesus, like the uh, justice system, man. And, I mean, you know, the was a lady, lady justice or whatever. She's got a blindfold on for a reason. Yeah. Yep. Hey, but look here, like I like I keep telling y'all, God got a way that is mighty sweet. You can't go over, you can't get under, you gotta come right at the dough. What's oh, what yeah. what's behind is definitely coming for her. She had a nice little 30 year run, but that shit is over with. She got an answer for her shit. Oh yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be really fun. I, like I feel like I feel sorry, or not even sorry, I just feel I, I feel happiness for the person that's like at heaven's gates that has to watch her try to talk her way in. Right, that's gonna be the ultimate. What happened was, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what her hell, her hell is gonna be watching um, when they see us for eternity in a Magic Johnson theater. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yelling at the screen. Yeah, <laughs> it's her. It's that bitch right there. She's sitting right there. Look, <laughs> and, it, and it ends with her having to run out the uh, theater. You know, just to hit the exit to find herself right back in the seat watching the movie over again. <laughs> nope. I, honestly, I feel like it should be her walking through Harlem with everybody recognizing her. Mm. That's going to that's yeah, be even worse. She got to walk through the neighborhood in which these kids stay. That makes it even better. Like I said, God got a way that's mighty sweet. She's going to get her. She's getting hers. You know what I'm saying? And that's all I can ask for is that she gets what's coming to her. And I love the slow burn of it as well, too. Like, cause it's, like literally, it's almost like every day is something new that she's lost, and I'm just loving it. Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't know if that sounds bad, and I don't think I really give a fuck, but absolutely, I'm loving watching this train wreck. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. Like, I mean, it's a at that. It's a slow motion train wreck. Boy, this 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 um candle wick is so slow, and I'm I'm I promise you I'm loving it. Like it's gonna get to the point where I don't think that she's gonna end it all. God forbid. I don't. I hope that she doesn't. But it's gonna get to the point where it's gonna drive her crazy. Mm-hmm. And just like um, cause Charlemagne was talking about it on the Breakfast Club. He said we all know what this is gonna come to. It's gonna be her trying to sue, um. What I forgot who said she was, was going to try to sue, but she's going to try to sue somebody for um, ruining her life. To sue, 
She's probably going to try to sue Ava and Netflix. Yes. Yep. That's much who it was. Because all the evidence supports that y'all padded the fuck out of them cases. So, sure. I mean, they, the, the, the fucking city of New York agreed that y'all fucked up and gave them 41 mil. So yep. you can't sue them for defamation because how did they defame you by telling somebody's story that can be supported by uh, fucking court records, by the confession, the quote-unquote confession tapes, by the transcripts, by and, the boys themselves. Like, and not only that, but Ava actually reached out to you right. about your opinion, but you the one wanted to actually um, try to dictate how your character was going to be portrayed. Oh, yeah. Wanted to be a part of the script writing process. Bitch, if you don't get the fuck on. Right. You get none of this. That's <laughs> how art works, lady. <laughs> exactly. Right. You get none of this. Yeah. If like, you the, arrogance, the, of, the arrogance of that is ridiculous. Like, really, really think about it. It's like, she knows, like, the whole world knows they were wrong and those boys were innocent. And she spearheaded it. And 30 years later, they're making a movie about it. And they ask you for your input, your honest input. And you try to... Negotiate, like, ass, but, but right, but like, but after the fact that we already again, we like the shit that's in here. Some of the shit, obviously, we didn't know, but the general premise, most people knew or know now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was like yeah. you really thought you were gonna find a way to make yourself not look like a demon in that. Like the balls on that one. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. The fucking audacity to think that anyone would allow you to come in and have that much power over your quote-unquote character. Mm-hmm. Sis, we don't really need you. We we did it as a as a common courtesy. We were just trying to be nice. We don't really fucking need you. Exactly. We don't need your opinion. We, we don't need nothing. We, we got everybody yeah. else. They know what you said. They know what you did. That's when we rock with that. Yeah. Right. So she can file all the fuck she won't. All she's going to do is fucking embarrass herself during the discovery process. Right. So as a matter of fact, I hope she fouls. I hope she fouls. I'm just here for the discovery process. No. Yeah, because I'm sure there's still shit. I'm sure there's other shit that she's done that we don't know about regard, in regards to that. I'm going to be honest. I hope, that, I, hope does, I hope that she does just to see, just because I want to see her walk out in public and you know fans are going to tear her to pieces outside of that court. The public is going to shred her. They already shredding her shit. She can't, oh, no. she can't show her face. She, exactly. can't show, she can't show her face in public. She can't show her face on social media. Like Exactly. That's why I hope that she does file, because she has to show up in public at that point. So she's going to face every bit of it. That's going to be... That's the... Yeah, but that's the real get back on people like that. People like her, because she wanted to sell books and wanted to be famous and wanted to make money, wanted to be a celebrity. The way you hurt them the most is you you take their money away, you take their fame away, you make them mm-hmm. and you make them have to become a recluse. So she's getting probably probably what she would want worse than anything. Yeah, to her it's probably yeah, definitely. probably be considered definitely. I also think there has to be more consequences when you find that people were wrongfully convicted. And it wasn't due to faulty witnesses, right. but straight up, there's no case, but we finna create one type shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There has to be some type of consequence outside of people just knowing your name and knowing what you did. Like, there has to be more. You know what I'm saying? Because 
you sent those kids to jail as early as what, like what, 13, 14? Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You stripped them of their entire childhood and you get to go on about your life selling books. Honestly, I feel like she should have paid some of the restitution. After finding that out, finding out everything and her just continuing to do as such, she should have to pay some restitution. Like all of this book money that she's made, put it with every dime Right. Since this yeah, yeah. She, need, she needs to give it back off that case, and those cops as well, because you guys knew that they were underage. You knew what what you were doing. You knew you were jamming people up. I, you know what? I had a hard time um, reconciling with um, Antron's father, Bobby. Oh, oh yes, no, um, I had a hard time with him because. Not only did you fuck your son, but you turned around and abandoned him at the same like in the same breath. Yeah. You talked him into lying and then wouldn't show up for court. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like and did. Like he's in this shit because of you. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Once again, this that's that karma. That's how karma goes. Oh yeah, because he got sick. Mm-hmm. Like, not only did he leave him, but he also, he left his wife. It's, yeah, I had a hard time with his father. Um, I had a really hard time. I think he's the only one, when it comes to parents, that I had a really hard time with. At the end of the day, I feel like their parents, all of their parents failed them in a sense, but you don't know what you don't know. Okay. Um, I had an issue with his father, with Antron's father specifically, because of the fact that he's been through the criminal justice system. Yep. And this is the advice that you chose to give your son. Yep. You know, you know, you, you know what it is. You know that that they will lie to you to get what they want. Yep. And this is this is the way that you that you chose to go. Yeah, it was sickening. It was sad. All of that. <sighs> also hurt my feelings uh, that Corey found out that his sister died while um while locked up too. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't didn't just die, but was murdered at that. Like that's that's some hard shit. Yeah. So did we find any more information about her? Nope. Uh, um, search. Given name, I searched chosen name and couldn't yeah. find not nay article on her outside of um, interviews done with the actress Isis. I can't remember her last name that portrayed um, Corey's sister. Yeah, Marcy. But I couldn't. I couldn't find. I couldn't find any um, on what happened to her. But of course, given the time period in which she passed. I halfway didn't expect to find anything. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm back. What I miss? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Nobody's covering the death of uh, black trans women. Not then, not now. So I I didn't expect to, to find any information on on her. Yeah, because we're not even yeah. on because we don't even know what happened. We obviously have speculation on what we think may have happened, which more than likely probably did happen, but. We're not going to create those speculations. Yeah, I'm not going to put them out there, but 
I would I would like to know what happened. Yeah. And further, how did the family reconcile with what happened? I know um, after the fact, um, his mother kind of came to terms with some things and properly addressed her child while speaking to Corey about it. But that's a whole other conversation and and episode in itself. But I would definitely like to know what happened and whether or not Corey's involved in any projects or um, um, foundations geared specifically to the safety of, of black trans women, given his, you know, man, relation situation. But that, that was that was listen, episode four was the hardest episode three was you were you you hit you hit it on the head when you said it was probably the easiest to watch episode four really did fuck me up though yeah no I, the only thing crazy like the only way i was able to power through it was knowing that at the end of the day everything was all right but this shit fucked me up man yeah while i'm promise you while i'm watching it i'm like how how like i swear i did not think it was gonna get any worse in episode two, but get into four, it just it done something. Yeah. So again, um, if you couldn't power through um, watching when they see us, but want more information on uh, Central Park Five, Google is your friend. There's also a documentary out called um, Central Park Five by who did I say it was by? Um, Y'all recall? Josh? Someone? No. I'm so trash. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, let me look it up. Because I had it the other day and now today my mind's fucking blank. Hey, that's what that movie does to you. Yeah, like I can't I can't think of shit. So walked out the house the next day questioning everything white, boy. Oh, don't even get me started. Literally, I had somebody walk like, all over it. <laughs> like, I had somebody walk in my store today and question why we was watching Scandal. It took everything <laughs> to tell him that to get out of my store. <laughs> like, mind your business, bitch. Don't worry about it. They ain't got nothing to do with you. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't they ain't doing that they were supposed to do. You ain't seen nobody doing no draws. You need to shut the fuck up. I, the documentary, is it, is it kind of old? Like a few years old? Uh, 2012, I found it. Hold on. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ken Burns. Yeah. yeah. I was completely off. Yeah, Ken Burns. Yeah, you were. I was like, nah, I know that again. Ken I can't remember, Ken but that ain't and, uh, David McMahon. Yeah. So if you can't power through when they see us, um, the documentary is just as good, um, just as informative. It's a little more on the hear the fact side versus um, giving you the cinematic feel that when they see us did. Definitely. But shout I out think to that's Ava. a really cool thing. People kind of started doing in general, especially like with like the intense crime yeah. subjects yeah. where they do the documentary and the movie. Yeah, yeah, obviously because of Ted Bundy. But yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, when they did uh the murder tapes and then um turn around and did um what was the name of it? Shockingly wicked, extremely cruel and vile and evil or something. 
Yeah, it was a yeah. super super, du- super duper long title. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was like uh the subtitle was like Super Califragilistic Expialidocious or something. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Was there anything else anybody wanted to say on when they see us before we move forward? Just shout out to Ava. Um, yeah, shout out to Ava. Remarkable job on that. Remarkable. Yeah, like uh, and all the actors involved yeah. did a phenomenal job. Phenomenal. Honestly, shout out to catering because without catering doing their job and feeding those people, they probably couldn't put on a performance like how they did. So shout out to catering. Like, that's, that's so random. That's like, <laughs> hey, think about it, though. It's real. Like, I can't even, like, fucking, I have nothing for I mean, that. Like, this nigga. Yeah, shout out to catering. You know what I'm saying? Fat boy shit, you know? Like, nigga, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> nigga. Fucking catering. <laughs> but yeah, everybody that was a part of the entire project, they done an amazing job. Amazing, uh, absolutely. My favorite will forever be Anjanu. Um, so I think I, I think her last name is Ellis. But for those who don't know, she played um, Yusuf Salam's mother. Yeah, Sharon Salam. She does a phenomenal do- job in everything that she does. In my opinion, she's like one of my favorite hands. Fucking down. Yeah. Like whatever she touches, fucking gold to me. She can't do no wrong in my eyes. And uh, I also enjoy seeing Nisi Nash in serious roles. Yes. Yes. She. Okay. Oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go on record and say this. I think she ju- done just as well as Monique played in Precious. Yeah. Yeah. Because her character wasn't an easy one. Yeah. Compared to no, oh, Nisi Nash playing Corey's mom. Yeah. But go ahead, what you were saying, um, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jordan comes in and wrecked the whole thing. Nah, but um, but uh, nah, like, cause her character wasn't an easy one to play, especially in those scenes with Marcy. Yeah. Um. That was a, that was reminiscent of uh, Precious and how um, Mary spoke to Precious mm-hmm. at times in the movie. Um, I got to go on record on saying, though, like, Precious was hard to watch maybe the first and second time. By the third time, I was cracking jokes because I ain't shit. Um, you ain't? Trust me. It <laughs> <laughs> took you the third time, like, dog. I went to go to the movie theater to go see that with my moms, and when she was running <laughs> down the stairs with the daughter and fell, bro, I lost it, man. That was like an asshole yes. in that thing. And then the TV come falling down, and then she rolled over real quick. I'm like, damn, that bitch moved kind of yeah. fast. <laughs> 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 like, my favorite though, um, he told me shit, my fat ass up. So would you? And what I do, I show my fat ass up. <laughs> Listen, that, like, 
like scenes from Precious are like running jokes in my house. Like it gets on my mama's nerves because she says that movie won't nothing to laugh at, but we crack jokes all the time. Like <laughs> each one, teach one. Don't they know you're a stupid and can't teach your motherfucking ass a motherfucking thing? Listen, you're a dummy, bitch. <laughs> Need to go down to the welfare. Oh when right now? <laughs> no, dummy. They're closed. <laughs> oh man. And then whenever like um whenever like uh teachers start um you know child's teacher start you know emailing us sending notes, <laughs> my sister be like, you sent this white bitch to my house. <laughs> Sorry, y'all don't know how funny this shit is to me. Like, after a while, like, I had to find the humor in it because before I saw the movie, I read the book. So I already knew, you know, what was going down. And just watching it put a whole, you know, stressor on it. I didn't even know. Yeah. I didn't even know. There's a book called um, called Push. Um, they named the movie Precious, though, because there's already a movie out called Push. So, yeah. So to not confuse, you know, the titles, they called it Precious. But, yeah, the book is called um, Push. It's um, by Sapphire. I thought it was called um, And then she has Sapphire, whatever. Um, bitch, you know what I'm talking about? I was going to say Sapphire. I was going to be like, the dude, the, the dude from Love and Hip Hop. Wow, he's really out I always, I always, to remember that her name is Sapphire, I liken it to um, the chick that was on uh, Flavor of Love. Her name was Sapphire. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember the one yeah. that, that did the prayer? God, yeah. uh, please don't. Oh, boy. <laughs> Make me have to beat her ass again. I offered her some lip chap. She ain't want none. <laughs> Is that necessary? Yes, because I'm going to whoop your ass again. Like, <laughs> Yo, yeah. Flavor of Love and uh, Brett Michaels, Rock of Love, those were like the OG reality shows to me. Yeah. Facts. But, um... She has the book um, Push, and then she also has a follow-up that outlines the life of um, Precious Son Abdul's life called The Kid. Um, Spoiler alert, Precious eventually dies from complications with AIDS, and uh, Abdul is left as an orphan. And so it just kind of kind of outlines his life in and out of the system and what he went through after his mother's Oof. death. So, go cop those if you haven't already. Yeah, Push was hard to read because it's graphic yeah. and do keep in mind that it's from um, Precious's point of view. So, just as she speaks is how it's written. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That movie was hard as fuck in to the watch. Same it was the first time. <laughs> but the second and third time, like I said, I was I was cracking jokes. But um Yeah. The kid is a good read too. Um it's just it provides a, a different perspective on what kids go through in the system and what they do to survive. Cause that boy did some shit to survive, you know. <sighs> and then it also gave insight to um generational curses oh come on now. um because 
eventually Abdul goes to stay with Precious's grandmother, not her mother. Mary was a hot mess. So he went to go stay with his great grandmother, Precious's grandmother. And there's a part in the book where um, the grandmother, the great grandmother begins to outline her childhood to Abdul to just kind of give him some insight on just the family history. And it went on to discuss her abuse as a child, um, getting pregnant at, I think she was like 10. And then, um, you know, having Mary at 10 and just how Mary's upbringing eventually affected Precious's upbringing. And although Precious did her best to break those curses, she didn't survive long enough to see her child become an adult and not have to deal with certain shit. So it's a great read for those that are into that sort of thing. The book, again, is called The Kid by Sapphire. Nice. All right. So we're going to move on to a lighter note. First, sorry, that the first half of the podcast is kind of um, heavy. Um, shit, Raptors and Golden State been back and forth um yeah um game three (laughs) that was pretty hilarious with um with them playing push a t at the beginning of shoot around that was quite hilarious to me all the headlines from that game had something to do everything but the sport i feel like Cause it was the same, like, cause the the Pusha T thing, and then the whole Beyonce, Jay Z owner's wife thing, and then there was that one partial owner that like pushed yeah. the guy. He's first owner. He pushed uh, Kyle Lowry after Kyle fell into the um into the <clears throat> into the uh, fans. Yep. Yeah. Save a ball. The owner's name, he's a co-owner. His name is Mark Stevens. Yep. Um, he was, quote-unquote, penalized. He's banned from games the rest of the season. But that's only, what, like four games? No, no. No, no, they no, say no, banned him for a year. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they yeah, changed he got it. fined okay. 500000 Yeah. Which he has a hedge fund, so that's probably like chump change to him. Right. Yeah, he's – I was going to drop the fuck on it, but all right. Yeah, his net worth is like, I think, like oh, yeah. Billion or something like that. Yeah. Dropping the fucking bucket. But I want to know why do these people feel like they could just do and say what the fuck ever? Because that's been a that's been a problem that anybody who sits courtside yeah. feels like they could just you know run up on them like cool. Yeah. And had he swung on them, then oh, it it would have been a problem. No, 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 that nigga that's you push me, I'm speaking, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you're initiating a fight. So, when it comes to that, get it. I stand 125% behind Russell Westbrook. Yep, facts all day. I want to bust both y'all ass. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, I was about to say, because Russell Westbrook gives that shit every fucking game. No, he was. Yeah, I'll kick you and your son's ass. Tell your jit to keep his motherfucking hands themselves. I'm going to go on take him back in the locker room and get my belt. Russ will give you all of the energy you give him. And exactly. That's why he's one of my favorite players. Yeah, I love Russ. Anybody got time for that shit? Like, 
Like, I, I just don't understand why he felt like it was necessary to put his hands on him. Here's the thing with him, though. That's with him is different, not different, but it's just it's very interesting. Because yeah. okay, you, you first, you're first like, oh, of course, I have some drunk dude, whatever, being a dick, you know how that goes. Then it's like, oh, you, first of all, you're a minority owner for the Warriors, and you're you know billionaire, so you're like, oh, I can do whatever the fuck I want because I'm a billionaire and I own the team, or I, I, I minority on the team. I can do whatever the fuck I want. That's probably what he was thinking. He probably didn't have to have a drop of liquor to, to think that way or to be that bold. Oh yeah, clearly. They never need a drop of liquor to think that way, nigga. The fuck is you talking about? Then the one thing I love about the NBA, in which I feel like they protect the players. They 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 are probably gonna make him sell his portion of the team. I don't think they'll take it that far. No, I doubt it. They 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 would definitely research it. Um, it's not because this was too fast for them to bring a punishment this fast. Um, the NBA they're definitely gonna be researching that. Um, honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if it does happen. I would be pretty shocked. Say it again. Well, I thought somebody else was talking, but I asked, "Why did he? Why do you think that would happen?" Though, like, because the NBA would get what gives you the inclination like they would do that. Mainly because of everything that has been going on when it came to white players or white people, not white players, but white people in general, um, either trying to put their hands or saying rude remarks to the players. This has been an ongoing saga literally yeah. for a long time, um, but this season has been, became even worse. Because uh, not only yeah. Russell Westbrook actually seen it, um, James Harden has faced a lot of it. Um, who else is it? I want to say it was Dame Lillard. He's faced a lot of yeah. things wrong too. Yeah, Dame Lillard has faced it. But I remember there was a video with Dame where he was like walking through an airport or like from like uh, whatever, and a, and a dude like was like, "Hey, faggot" or whatever, something like that, you know. And Dame was about to like was about to beat his ass. And the guy was like, "Oh no, no, I, I didn't say what you said. What you thought I heard? What you thought you heard?" Yeah. So it's like it's literally been going on so much. Like they've been banning fans, doing everything they can. That's why I truly feel like this was very light. And I feel like it's a possibility because they have they have to do what they can to keep the players safe, and also at the same time they have to actually send a message. Exactly. That's why I feel like it, it's it's a strong possibility of it happening, and also at the same time, Adam Silver he's for the players. Yeah, probably the best commissioner in all of sports ever. Yeah, and that's why to me the NBA is the best league because they're first of all they're progressive, they support their players. They're for the culture. They support the people who, who who's on backs which with with which the league was built. Yep. You know what I mean? Yes, I so I don't see them letting this slide lightly. I mean, obviously, I feel like what they've done so far is pretty sufficient. And then on top of that, the dude that's already and now everybody knows his name, knows what he does, knows what he did. That's that's probably more than enough for him for a billionaire to have to experience shame because he's going into boardrooms and shit like that. And everybody's like, "Oh, you do to try to." Do this shit to this dude because you know he couldn't do shit back to you because he's at work. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna hurt his pockets in a few different ways. Right. But I am getting tired of people being like, I, I, yeah. So th- with this fan issue, it's like a double-edged sword because it's like you have the issue of just the arrogance and entitlement that fans feel, and then there's the white privilege. Although the the entitlement the fans feel is mostly 
from my experience, just seeing you don't really see like black fans doing that to the players, generally speaking. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like it's a it's a very layered and interesting issue because it's just oh shit, then we lost uh we lost them. because um, you're such a microcosm of t- today's society with just the boldness of of Trump and his people and shit like that and all that type yeah, of stuff. You know? No, it's it's many different layers. We could actually do an entire show on that alone by itself. Because of how many layers yeah. you have to peel back. Right. <clears throat> but, um, okay. Yeah. Um, so, are we going to touch on Tan Tommy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that girl. As Jordan so elegantly put it. I hope she gets whatever it is she feels like she can, she need will get by doing whatever the fuck she's doing. You know what I mean? At this like point, I, said, I don't I even know if it's attention because she gets a lot of attention whenever she says or does this this dumb stuff. She gets nothing but attention, so I don't even think that it's for attention. Yeah, I don't think so. Well, let's give, us some, let's, let's give some insight. So currently we're discussing uh, Candace Owens um, – and her comments in regards to the Central Park Five probably should have brought this up while we were discussing, but we're trying to we're going in order from like shit we had listed. So, um, Candace got her little raggedy black ass on Come Twitter on. and uh, pretty much said, Here we go. How foolish do you have to be to believe this Central Park Five case is suddenly being unearthed and glamorized because people care about it? care about justice wake up black america millions of dollars are being spent to emotionally manipulate us ahead of an an election cycle again um she goes this is exactly the problem the media relies on black emotion few people read the details of the case now blacks are once again Yo, yo, Nikki. Everybody there? I'm, I'm here chilling. What's good? Candace Owens is whack as fuck. I just want to say that. <laughs> or like, she's, just, she's just such a fucking idiot. Like, I mean, it's just like every time she opens her fucking mouth, it's always dumb shit that comes out of it. Like, of course, yes, corporations use millions of dollars to manipulate us emotionally, all types of different things. That's just something that happens in capitalism. But every single time Candace Owen, like every time she opens her mouth, she just sounds like the dumbest fucking bird ever that don't got no black friends that don't like, you know what I mean? Like she's just, it's just, it's just so pointless. Like I kind of like, I liken her to, um, I'm not sure if y'all openly say her name, but the, the, the blonde haired, the blonde haired girl that says a bunch of dumb shit on Twitter. I liken her to her. I try not to say her name because that's what she needs. She needs for us to say her name. Well, there's two, or there's two, there's two, uh, fuck it up, Tanya, uh, what they call her, Tanya, Tanya, whatever the hell, whatever the hell her name is, like, I put I put like I put Candace Owens and also um like and I'll say I'll say his name because he's one of the most vile motherfuckers ever. But like Ben Shapiro and all of these like assholes that just get online and say a bunch of stupid shit to just like galvanize fucking just like angry like white dudes that 
don't get no pussy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> to, <laughs> to just go out here and be idiots. And now, while I'm at the bar, Candace Owens says some dumb shit. So now I have to talk to some drunk white boy at the bar with dreadlocks. And then eventually, we're going to fucking start talking about sh- Chicago statistics and all types of dumb oh, shit man. that means nothing. That doesn't, like, I mean, it's just, ugh, man. Sorry for my, for my short little rant. Like, fuck Candace Owens, bro. That's their go-to card. Well, what about the black-on-black crime in Chicago? Yeah, and it's just like, why don't we talk about how segregated the city of Chicago is, Brad? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about white-on-white crime and why y'all are always mass shooters and so shit. Sad. Like, it's, it's like all those all those weak-ass talking points that they come up with. Like when it comes to like yeah. like something as weak as black-on-black crime, proximity is always going to be the main fucking. Like the main factor, factor in, in fucking crime. Like if I live around a bunch of fucking black people, of course, when I want to go kill a motherfucker, unfortunately, I'm gonna go kill a black person. Like if I was a white dude and I lived in like I don't know bum fuck, where like there's like maybe two and a half black people that live there. Like if I go kill somebody, it's gonna be a fucking white dude. If I'm a white dude and that's my that's in my proximity. Like right, I was gonna say exactly because the same stats that apply to us as far as. Oh, black people become black people. That shit applies to white people even even exponentially more. Uh-huh. There's more of them. So what? Like it's just an idiotic straw man argument that's meant to just distract and detract from the issue. For because for you to bring it up, don't act like you give a shit because you ain't sad when one of them dies. I'm saying you damn sure don't, and you damn sure don't give a shit when there's when they get when they got shot 15 times in the back uh, because you know they scratched their arm or something and the cop felt threatened. Exactly. So, like just cut the bullshit. Right. They blinked and now they're dead. Right. Like, the fuck out of here. Whoa, where? <laughs> so, right. over by the cops and pick their fucking nose and leave with like 30 holes in them because the cops want to say it's a gang sign. Like, it's just. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing about like a lot of like a lot of people just don't like fucking get it to the point where like I've lost patience with it. I mean, the simple fact that I've heard white people say that they're afraid to watch. Uh, they're afraid to watch when they see us because it makes them feel bad. It's just all like, bro, that's like watching, that's like fucking watching a slasher film if you're a black person. Like, right. That's just scary. Yeah. It's just like watching a slasher film with the lights out. Like, right. Except, and the difference is, and then the main difference is the slasher film, you're like, that's not real. That could never fucking happen. That could yeah. actually happen to us. Yeah. Yeah, Honestly, no, that's that's reality. Being it was a little bit more traumatizing for me every time I heard the name Corey, for obviously reasons. Yeah, right. Exactly. It could be you. It could be anyone yeah. at any given time. Like who, like, who didn't walk around, and go to a park with a group of their friends, and if like me, most of my friends as kid, as a kid, we were, most of us were black, and it was like a couple of Hispanics and a couple of white kids too. It was like a diverse group, but most parts gonna be like between like five and seven black boys between twelve and fourteen years old. Uh-huh. It could have real easily been us. It, say some white woman had gotten scared or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's just, yeah, it is, it's, it's insane. Cause you really, you'd like to think, oh, that could never happen. That could, but like the, the real, like I was talking to my mom about the book. I was like, the real, like, sad part about growing up and just the black experience and like trauma and shit is realizing that the Tyler Perry movies are actually accurate. I mean, I won't go that far because black people, black, well, people, black people's lives ain't that whack. <laughs> be whack as hell and it's all the same formula like there's always like the light-skinned dude with cornrows that saves the day yep 
And as a light skinned dude, as a light skinned dude with dreads, it's just kind of like, yo, like I'm not trying to save the day. This that this is watching those Taliberry movies. Yeah, the, the first two were good, and after that, it was downhill. Serious ones to me. Charlie Perry like that. Charlie Perry is a king. Do you understand me? <laughs> I respect Tyler Perry, the human being, and his grind and his hustle, and what he's and what he's done with his life and himself and his ability to help others. Artistically, personally, not my cup of tea. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm not gonna let you do this. We're gonna we're gonna switch subjects because I'd really have to hate to fight you again, uh, Jordan. <laughs> we're just gonna move on along here. I'll tell you what, Ava DuVernay is what, what Tyler Perry wishes he was. Oh, I give you that. I know to an extent. But you have to keep in mind that Tyler Perry banked role the majority of his projects, which is why his projects are what they are. True. That's very true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oprah um, executive produces a lot, I won't say a lot, but a number of Ava DuVernay's um, projects. Yeah, she actually Ava is more of a of a uh, director than she is a full stop shop. Yeah. Yeah, you know, nothing take away from her is that Tyler came from a different world in regards to writing and producing and directing plays, and then bringing that aspect on film. So it's it's oranges and apples. Yeah, but yeah, just touching bases on those um, the executive producers. Did you happen to see that um, Robert De Niro actually executive produced? when they see us as well. That's actually not surprising, no, because De Niro's part of culture, and he's very woke. Yes. So, like, I mean, De Niro got black sons. I, I'd expect him to put his hands in the pot from time to time. That's if he give a fuck about his black sons, but, you know. <laughs> he loves those kids. You know. You know, I'm just saying, you know. But I didn't catch that he was a, a EP. He had an EP yeah. on it. Did he have an EP or he was just no, an associate producer? Okay. No, he put like, that bag up. If you look at the credits, it pops up. I think his name pops up right after Oprah's. Okay. Even though, um, so Candace Owens can go eat a bag of dicks. Warm um, bowl of dicks. The only reason why she doesn't think that they're innocent is because Donald Trump doesn't think that they're innocent, and she says whatever Donald Trump yeah. says. Um, if he says it, she's backing it 110%. He could fucking say that that the earth is flat and the sun um, isn't real, and she'll be like, absolutely. There's no way there's really a sun. God has like a fucking lamp sitting on top of earth. Right. That he has, you know, you know, Earth sits on his desk because it's a flat piece of paper, and the sun is really a lamp. Um, Definitely wasn't, you know. Um, he could say he, he could fucking say that fucking ocean is really blue plate paint, and she'll go with that shit. So. Fuck her. Yeah, she's she's Everything. a fucking idiot. She's just such a fucking idiot. And it's unfortunate that I have to. I, it's unfortunate that I have to, that I have to speak 
about a black woman in this way, but she sounds like, I mean, she is just, she just oozes fucking idiot. Her whole aura is a giant L. <laughs> and she don't want to hold on to Yeah, you know, she's right. Yeah, we don't all claim her. We don't, exactly, we don't claim her. And honestly, you know, she reminds me of, like, if y'all watch sports and shit, she reminds me a lot of Jason Whitlock. Yes. Yes, don't even where, get me started. Where where fat right, where, where, everything, where everything she says is just, like, in an attempt to, like, gain white approval. Yes. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have went with Jason Will. Like, I probably would have went with, like, Uncle Ruckus or something. No, Jason. <laughs> don't trust them new niggas over there. <laughs> He's literally the perfect example. Fat man in the fedora. What's funny is you bring up Uncle Ruckus. I was just thinking about the Boondocks. Um, that episode where Tom, Tom got arrested because he quote unquote fit the description oh. and he called uh, Huey like, bro, you got to get me out. And he's like, how? I'm 10. And uh, they, they they link up with um, with uh, the Wunsler kid and his homeboy Remy. Yeah. And uh, they go to the convenience store to rob it, and the cops in there, and you know they like Remy's like, look at him, officer, he's got a gun, and the st- and the attendant got his hands up, and we were talking about you know every time a black person gets shot, they swear to God they had a gun, all they did was like scratch themselves, and the attendant was like, I don't have a gun, like my hands are up. He's like, look, officer, your life's in danger. You know what I'm saying? So that's funny because that shit's real. And Candace does remind me of Uncle Ruckus. How everything the white man does is amazing to her. And if the white man says it's so, so. I'm just still trying to figure out how anybody, after knowing what they know about the Central Park uh, case, still believes those boys were culpable in that crime. Exactly. I don't understand. I don't understand. You got to just want them to be guilty at this point. Yeah, exactly. It's a that's a she, she should know that someone black didn't fit that description that was created. Right. There was no description. In. That's the whole thing. There was that's no the description. thing, right? There's no description. There were no witnesses. <laughs> there was right. Like I, I was, I was telling one of my friends about like to like. We were talking about this, and they like kind of looked it up a little bit before they watch, started watching, or when they're going to watch it. And they were like, "Wait a second, they confused five, five black kids with a Mexican? Like, like how?" Yep. But it's not even that they confused; is that again, right? There were no witnesses to that particular crime exactly. because the rape took place at the complete opposite end of the park yep. where everything else was going on at. And the timeline didn't even fit. And then we watched them manipulate the timeline to make it fit, to make it them. So, again, there was no witnesses. There was no description. So where are we getting this? They fit the description from. The victim herself couldn't remember the attack. She didn't remember anything past leaving her house. And the the kids' confessions never even placed any of them by where they found the body. Exactly. They all stayed, all of their confessions, quote-unquote confessions, placed them where they were in the park to begin with. None of their stories, first of all, matched, made sense. They implicated the wrong people. They didn't even clearly know each other. Like, you know, they're fucking up each other's names. 
and these tapes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand how anybody still comes to the conclusion that they were involved. Yep. And it works because you want them to have been involved. You want the company to continue to be right. You know what I'm saying? You you want to believe that they were capable of this. Right. So, I mean... People can craft any narrative to fit their own agenda. I mean, that's really all it boils down to. Their own agenda and their own prejudices. Absolutely. 100%. Because none of it was really based on facts. Not a single thing was based on facts. Oh, yeah, we, we still got to talk about... uh. Wait, the, the straight pride parade? Oh my god, yeah, I forgot all about that. Yeah. Christ. All right. I saw this tweet today. Somebody was like, so isn't that just called traffic? <laughs> <laughs> I had a very interesting conversation um about that earlier. Um that took place in my inbox. Like it started on the status, but for some reason they weren't able to respond to You there? Nick, you there? Dang. Can you hear me? Good. Right. Yeah, we can get you down. Okay. So um I was like, yo, bro, like pretty much he was saying like he can get with the straight pride parade. And I was like, bro, are you trolling? Because you gotta be trolling. Like, like I <laughs> Come on, you troll. Sounds- like, there's got to be another troll. So before I read to you our conversation, because at the by the end of it, we reached a common ground. Before I get there, what are y'all thoughts? I mean... It sounded like a joke at first. Like, I was like, this is it. Like, ha, ah, that's funny. Straight pride parade. Uh, it's their month. Let's just whatever. I don't know. Exactly. I, I was just like, that's, that's ludicrous. And then I, now that I think about, like, what comes across in my he- head, the type of people who would want to do this, is Charlottesville. That's what that sounds like. It just sounds yes. like Charlottesville, yeah. or like the or like the sexual version of All Lives Matter, <laughs> right? Like it's just like it, it, people are just so fucking like self centered. It's it's just like mind numbingly aggravating because it's like you, everybody has their time or their month. It's like during Black History Month, it's like why do we have a White History Month? You all got all the other eleven months, man. Or it's like Valentine's Day. Single people be jealous about that shit. It's like, bro, you find somebody. You know what I'm saying? Christmas. Everybody be like, oh, like you're fitting my religion, but you have your time to celebrate too. You got Ramadan, you got Passover, you got Hanukkah, you got Kwanzaa, you got whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, let people have their time to celebrate what they are and who they want to be in their culture and their life and their and their their decisions or their whatever you feel about. It. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. Because like people had to, people, I mean, people are still getting killed for just being gay. Like, give them, like, let them have that. You know what I mean? Like, it's, even if you don't support it, like you don't have to, you don't have to oppose it. I always right. look at it like this: it's the norm. Um, society shows that straight is the norm. In a sense, the most society, the most that society can show, a white man is probably the most accepted thing in history. Um, they shouldn't feel no type of hatred or anything. White so, straight, by the way. Exactly. Yeah, white straight men. Correct. So. 
whenever you have like a Black History Month, you have a Pride Month, you have anything like that, they get the most offended because it's like, why don't I receive these things? Because you're norm. You are the norm. That's why a lot of people don't seem to understand. Like when you are the norm, you have no reason to say any of that because you walk you walk around every day and you face no kind of discrepancy, you face no kind of hatred, abuse, or anything. Agreed. So it just, it, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, and even if you, even if you were experiencing something like that, it, it wouldn't be to the point where it was impacting your life. Exactly. Where you yeah. were scared to yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yeah, like, and, and also it's just like, okay, like, like, we, everybody has, I'm, first of all, everybody has a gay cousin. It's like, and if you don't know who the gay cousin is, you're probably the gay cousin. I just wrote it to you. News, <laughs> newsflash. Okay? Um, and then also it's just like, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, I mean, we all got, you know, gay friends and family members and stuff like that, whatever, you know what I mean? So, and you know that, that when they have to, when they're allowed to fully be themselves, when they feel free to be themselves, and then they have to tone it back down and revert to, to passing or, or, or being less less or more masculine or feminine depending on gender or whatever yeah. they identify with, you know what I mean? So it's like, and that's just like really a sad way to have to live your life flipping a switch all the time. Yeah. So like, just let people be who they are. Like, leave the people alone. Like, like, like my mom has like just great perspective on things. She was like, as long as you're not telling me I, it's a law that I have to marry a woman, I'm fine with gay marriage. Like, yeah. what, what is it? Like, it doesn't impact me in any way. Like, why does that, why is that like I don't understand the people who are like I'm against gay marriage, like who are like actively oppose it because again, it don't have shit to do with you. Right, it's none of your fucking business. Like it's just like the men who. How is that harming you? Right, it's like just like the men who are like, there should be no abortion. You're the ones asking your girl to get an abortion if you get her pregnant because you couldn't pull out. <laughs> what? Well, right. So if you don't like gay marriage, then don't get married to a. Gay person. Um, gay person. It, it, it's that simple. Like, yeah, like don't, don't, don't get gay married. I don't, I don't know. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's all I got to say. <laughs> right. If you have an issue with, like, you know, poly, poly, whatever relationships. Polyamorous. Just, yeah, polyamorous relationships. Sleep with one person. Right. It, <laughs> it's not hard, man. Don't participate like, for you. Yeah, it's like you know, I hate onions. I'm not gonna make it illegal to eat onions. I'm just gonna go say no onions when I go to fucking McDonald's. Right. So, with that being said, I asked Cuz if he was trolling. He said, uh, "Definitely not trolling. All straight people aren't against gay people. The culture is just going mainstream, and that's the first step to acceptance. We wouldn't have a Black History Month, a Black President, a Black Panther." Uh, with an all-black cast if it wasn't for the appreciation of the culture first. They don't appreciate the people, just the culture. But the culture opens the door for the people. So, nah, I wasn't trolling at all. I feel like this is a win for the LGBTQ community. I said to have a straight pride. Is it necessary? Are there any straight rights, rights to advocate for? Are there any straight plights to bring awareness to calls by any majority? Absolutely. There are the issues as big. Uh, are there issues as big? Nope. But issues are issues. 2019 different. I said, what are what are the uh, what are issues that straight people have that need awareness? What uh, what laws 
are affecting the general being of straight people. Um, so he went on to tell me that his daughter is currently um, currently has a friend on the middle school be- uh, basketball team um, who gets teased because all the girls like each other. And of course, she doesn't like girls. And so now his daughter feels like she can't join the team next year because she falls in the boat of being straight. And so she doesn't want to face ridicule from her fellow teammates. Um, he said every action has a reaction. On 90% of the shows, uh, now there is inclusion, including cartoons. I said, so straight people bullied gay people, and now they're bullying straight people. And now that they're bullying straight people, they need a pride to let them know it's still okay to be the majority. He said, so the super younger, he said the younger generation, um, homosexuality is normalized so that it, it causes more confusion. Things were different for us because gay people were the minority. Now, although we know they still are, kids under 21 don't get to see that. So... I'm going to stop there and allow y'all to kind of discuss that part. That is the most ignorant, mm-hmm. ignorant, ass-backward shit I have ever heard in my fucking life. Speak that on sounds, it. That sounds, I heard this quote, it was like, uh, what does it say? Equality can sound like, oh, what is it? I can think of, I can't remember if Malcolm X or Martin Luther King said it, but I can't remember who's fuck said it. It was, it was like something along the lines of, um, to the oppressor, equality can sound like being oppressed. Yep. And that's what that sounds like. It's like I so you want need kids to know that it's more straight people than it is gay people. Why? And obvious, it's pretty obvious there's more straight people than there are gay people. Like it, I mean, it, it, that doesn't make any sense. That's that's a really that was a really bad argument. I hope you let them know that. No offense to them, I'm sure they're like a nice person or whatever. But that's just ignorant. Okay, so Corey, you want to say anything before I continue? No, I'm Jordan hit the nail on the head. I'm sorry, actually. Can you like reread that? Because there were some questions I wanted to get to, but I forgot because it was so. <laughs> Where at? I don't like the second half. Uh, so the general, uh, the younger generation, homosexuality, homosexuality is so normalized that it's causing uh, more confusion. Okay, I remember now. I was gonna say yes. Yeah, so he was like, "Oh, the kids see it now on like TV and cartoons and stuff like that." And, like people, uh, the main argument people who say who who are like against. Homosexuality, where they're like, "Why? What am I going to tell my kids when they see a man kissing another man?" I guess the same shit you tell them when you see a man kissing a woman on TV, exactly. Or when they see a sex scene at eleven years old. That's life, and that's reality. Okay, it's like it's like, it's like people are always so protective of their children or, or of the youth and censorship when it involves things like homosexuality, but like violence is cool and. And sex itself is cool, and yeah, straight uh, sex. Bullying is cool, and and uh, sexism is cool. You know, like toxic masculinity is cool. That's fine. That's fine for people to see. Like, yeah, yeah. People need to pick and choose what they want to be more, more. Um, you know, what they want to have morals about. Exactly. Um. Yeah. Like, it's just ridiculous. Like, I how I never understood <laughs> how is seeing um more frequently gay people on television shows and on cartoons, how is that going to change your child's whole perspective? Um, I mean, I grew up with gay cousins. I had nothing but gay friends. How has that molded my mind? How has that adapted my mind? It hasn't. Um, at the end of the day, you know what you like, you know what you want. Just let, let your kids be your kids. Like, you don't have to overcloud them. You don't have to shelter them from anything. Just allow them to be them. 
that's the best thing that you can do. So let's go back to his point about um, his feelings about his daughter and wanting her to know that it's okay to be who she is regardless. That was a good point. Um, I understood the story. Um, I mean, honestly, yeah. that happens in the WNBA a lot. A lot. Right. That was actually um, one of the real big things that they were touching on. I, I think it was like a couple seasons ago where the straight women, they felt like they weren't being appreciated because over 90% of the WNBA are actually gay women. Um, so, like, I understand that point, but it's the way that he's trying to explain it and go about it is stupid. Okay. Right. So I'm going to keep on because I think that it actually gets better um, in a sense where – It's I, ironic that you use that phrase, by the way. Huh, right. Um, <laughs> my response to him was gay people are still the minority and still lobbying for basic civil rights. He said, hey, you're preaching to the choir. I'm just answering your question. I said, hey, I'm just trying to understand how this isn't an all lives matter move. He um, he goes, he feels as if um, there was a disconnect for All Lives Matter. He said he never saw an issue with it, but Blue Lives Matter was another story. Um, I said, like, with shit like that, I try to imagine how I would feel if the majority called themselves reigning on a minority uh, group, um, a minority group I'm a part of's parade, literally, you know? All Lives Matter is an issue because they only come out of the woodworks when we say Black Lives Matter. White kid gets killed by a cop. Nobody says shit. There's no all lives matter. It's quiet. It was created as a direct counter to um, Black Lives Matter. That's it. Um, I said, uh, no, and I asked him if he wanted to join or if it was um, join the conversation or if it was cool that I could uh, read the conversation. He he said it was cool. So um, And he said, I do feel you completely because you're right about all lives matter. They never had true representation, though, just a counter. But the message they tried to say they were behind was very real. Now, obviously, again, they weren't about what they said they were, but there were – there were some who didn't understand that in order for all lives mat- to matter, you have to understand that black lives matter. I mean, he did go on to let me know that in Charlotte, after Keith Scott was killed, both sides were out protesting and a conversation was being held. I said, we don't see that often. People would regard the group differently if they kept the same energy every single, every single time. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, I'm trying to find the messages directly related to the conversation. While you're looking for that, I will say while our, my, my opinion and approach is heavy-handed to his specific point, it's not targeted towards him as a, his character as a human being or whoever this person is. And I definitely appreciate him. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay, here we go. So um, I feel it's important to find a middle ground. I felt like with the Pride Parade taking place in one of the original states to legalize um, same-sex marriage is very symbolic. Comments from straight people showing support of gay people in Gay Pride Month, while comments from gay people are offended that the event is happening is what inspired my post. I said, as long as you get where um, 
where the offense comes in, then we have our common ground. He goes, it's just, he just has another perspective on it. So um, that makes a lot of sense. Maybe it should be marketed as a straight people for gay rights parade. Then it gets rid of any assumptions that the parade is being used to downplay gay issues, um, gay pride and gay issues. And that's understandable. I said exactly, or started as an original, as an extension of the original parade. He said, now that makes sense to him. So pretty much in a nutshell, because it was a lot of messages um, that included a conversation about all lives matter. And that is not directly, um, associated with the topic at hand pretty much he's saying that um from what i gather my understanding was that although he understands the reason for gay pride parades um he also thinks it's important that the generation coming up understands that there is some pride in being who you are as well and that you don't or shouldn't feel pressured to be anything other than yourself, given that being LGBTQIA <laughs> has become um, normalized. Wait, there's a real letters at the end now? Yeah. Yeah. What are, the, what are those two last two mean? Uh, I, I think is intersexed in A. I can't recall. I wanted to say at one point, I, was like, I don't know. I forget. Okay. Okay. I forget. I don't know. Yeah. People just be throwing that, that, that acronym though. They gotta like come up with like a final. They gotta like finalize it at some point because every month is like new letters. <laughs> and it's really and it's really hard to keep track. Keep it fan in that group. <laughs> right. Yeah, because like right. as a teenager, it was like LG, and then <laughs> college it was like LGBT, and then it was like LGBTQ, which I was kind of personally, I was for a while, I just thought the Q and the B were kind of synonymous. I've yeah. they're different now. To an extent. That's, kind of, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, and then now there's all the other stuff, so it's just hard to keep track. Right. But I remember watching the Intersex episode Oprah had, like when I was a kid, and that shit was mind blowing. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. But um, I guess to his point, it was more so along the lines of there should be an extension so that, I guess, in a sense of inclusion. I really wish I mean, we could have gotten him on so he could like speak for himself. If the it, message, it, like it kind of sounds like what he's referring to. If if his if my interpretation of his intention is correct, more so like a gay straight alliance as opposed to like a just straight people parade. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Which is why we came to the common ground of it should be an extension. So it could start off as within the pride parade or whatever the case may be there's a booth for gsa where hey it's cool to be straight and also cool to be gay but if you're straight that's cool too it's like you know what i'm saying especially for the kids because i do understand his stance about the fear of his daughter being bullied because the entire basketball team is lesbians and she's not you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I get that. And I get that he wants to instill yeah. some kind of sense of self and self-confidence in his daughter. I get it. But at the same time, not everybody who's jumping on this straight parade, straight pride parade, is on that wave. A lot of it is to directly counter gay pride. Just yeah. as All Lives was initially created to counter Black Lives Matter. Wasn't to say that hey, we're with you, but we also want to account to the Asian lives and the Latino lives. No, it was, fuck you, everybody matters. Like, you know, 
fuck your yes. black life. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause, no, cause that's it what it was. That's not even what it was. See, I don't even think that's what it was. It wasn't fuck. It, fuck just being black lives. Everybody matter. It was no fuck black lives. Period. That's what the sentence was. Yeah. And black lives matter. What people don't realize is the black lives matter. There's an there's an invisible invisible parenthetical two at the end. Right. That people don't fuck get. Right. It's and by the way, again. someone telling you, someone telling you that they matter means that they're not being treated like they matter. Exactly. That's the whole point. Which was the purpose of gay pride? So I mean, I don't know. Um, I'm not for it, and I'm also not against it. I have no real dog in that fight. I've never been to a pride parade in my life. Um, I probably will never go to a pride parade in my life, and that's just personal preference. Um, nothing against it. It's just not my cup of tea. It's just I'm not big on festivals and parades and shit like that. I don't like being in public. Um, so <laughs> I just don't like being in public if we're going to be real about it. But, I mean, my whole thing is intent. If the intentions aren't pure and it's simply a fuck you to the pride movement, then get the fuck out of here. If your intentions are about inclusion and creating an alliance and being there for one another, then I fucks with it. But if you're simply just here to be a dick and cause problems, then you got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Right. I I have like an amendment to his idea, I guess, or to what what his hypothetical situation would be. So say like there's the property and there's the GSA booth or whatever. Um, it sounds to me like he more so or what would be most productive would be something along the lines of like a straight like a I don't know how to, how you would so just a straight people being more aware of how they come up how being more aware, I guess, of the evolving social standards yeah, as it relates to dealing with or acknowledging the LGBTQIA plus, I think, community. Uh, <laughs> Element OPQRS. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. The alphabet, you know. Uh, and I think there's something like that where as far as both sides just need to be aware of each other and, and be willing to listen. I think that's important. But I, agree. I, don't see the, I don't feel the need at all for me to be like, hey, everybody, I'm straight. I'm a king. Woo, cheer for me. Right. 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 And again, I, I, to touch on your point about um, just being aware and um, got to talk about the sensitivity of the LGBTQ community as well. Um, I seen a post the other day, you know, Boondocks is getting ready to revamp. Shout out, Aaron. That shit is going to get canceled so quick. That's what I it was know. about. Because it was like Riley got one time to call somebody gay, and the LGBTQ <laughs> community is going to be all over it. And I'm like, yo, but are people really that sensitive? Yes. Can it's we can we just not, not be so fucking sensitive? Like, yeah, like like they they talked about like the, they, them doing an office reboot, and Steve Carell was like, I don't even think we could do it nowadays. Yeah, they yeah. probably couldn't because again, like people are so goddamn sensitive. Um, now, whenever Riley called somebody gay, it was just they weren't. Well, there was that one time where they were legit gay. Uh, the um, <laughs> it was a Thug and Love episode. Yeah, um, the nigga was gay. It is what it is. Oh, these niggas is busting slap. Um, homies over hoes. Homies over. <laughs> do the homie. But, hey. um, <laughs> but um, I, I don't know. I think that 
people should be able to decipher satire from straight up malice. Um, right. If the content isn't malicious, then let it fly. Period. Yeah. Whether, whether we're speaking of LGBT or any other group that calls themselves, you know, getting upset whenever there's a joke that they feel was at their expense. Like it, it, sometimes you got to let it fly because it wasn't that deep. Yeah. Um, the whole point of it is to bring light to certain situations to let people know, like we can, we get this, we get it. We understand the whole point of it, but at the same time, we need to have this free flowing conversation and just be able to joke about these things without restrictions. Right. Yeah, exactly. No restrictions. Or within a reasonable limit, I guess, is the PC yeah. thing. Is, oh, fuck, I don't want to be PC, but no restrictions. Because sometimes, like, Boondocks was one of those shows that really had no restrictions until after Aaron left. And I think that was the reason why he kind of left the creative realm of the show, because they wanted to put a lot of cap on the shit that he was doing. Uh, first and second season is definitely different from, like, part of third and all of the fourth. You can tell that there was a change in the direction in which the show was going based on the amount of amount of censorship happening within the content of the show. But I wouldn't know. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and and this is not to blame Tyler Perry, but I feel like he was part of the reason for that because his episode specifically, that literally was, that's the one episode that they can't even play anymore. You rarely can find that episode, that Paul's oh, episode. The uh, BET episode with Deborah yes. Lee. Yes. I, I always forget about the episode as well. But, um, yeah. Again, overly sensitive. Like, everybody's going to get made fun of. Um, we, Even though, yeah. fuck him, we didn't see R. Kelly coming out saying anything. I mean, because the right. niggas out here really peeing on kids. Man, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I mean, getting picked, getting picked on Bill's character, and also it's just a part of life. Yeah, this nigga said it. Everybody is not gonna be your fan. Everybody is not gonna be your fan. Facts. Being a celebrity and as being doing, literally doing any and everything, you are not gonna have the full one hundred percent support of people. So, like. That that's it. It shouldn't take a grown person who makes millions of dollars, who's running a company, to understand that. Facts. Yeah. You know, it kind of reminds me. Have y'all seen Chris Rock's uh, stand up on Netflix called Tambourine? Yes. Yeah. Where, remember the part where he talks about like he's taking his daughter to her high, her high school orientation and talking about bullying. And we don't, this is a zero tolerance policy for bullying, bullying and shit. And he's like, "What the fuck is wrong with y'all?" He was like, imagine like growing up and you didn't find out people weren't shit till you was thirty. Yeah. Like no. that's not that's not realistic. That's not life. That's not realistic, but there is certain instances where there should absolutely be some establishment policies for bullying. Because you right, do have absolutely. to keep in mind that they take bullying is not the same as it was when we were kids. Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Bullying is different. Bullying is online. Bullying is where everybody can see that it's happening, and kids are committing suicide. Beforehand, back in my day, you got bullied on the school bus. Y'all fought. It was over with. Nobody really talked about it again. Nowadays, you get bullied 
people are recording it, it ends up online and it follows you. So it's just it's different. It's different. So I mean, I understand like bullying definitely builds character um, to an extent. You know what I'm saying? And I, who wants to wait until they're 30 to find out that people ain't shit? But at the same time, some of these kids aren't making it to 30 because they killed themselves at 11 because they were bullied so bad. Ooh. Speak. Right. Yeah, that, that's not the... I'm not talking about, like, that type of shit that's like, oh, we need to let go. Obviously, that shit needs to be, you know, nipped in the bud. I was more talking about just, like, the fun, like, talking shit shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, there's just there's certain things that I feel like we give too much energy to, and then there's certain yeah. things we don't give enough to. So yeah. there's certain cases of bullying where I'm like, yo, that's just legit kid shit. Like, you know, yeah, it's kid shit. And then there's other instances where I'm like, yo, that shit is too far. If y'all don't do something about it, I'm going to come down to the schoolhouse. Power off. My Bluetooth gave up on me. But, um, yeah, so, like, it's, it's, I feel what he's saying, but at the same time, certain shit is too much. Agree. Yeah, because this is a different day and age. Yeah, it yeah. shit is just, you know, it's just people take this Plus, shit too fucking are, I think, I see, like, people are meaner now, too. Yes. Like, oh, heaven, like, yes. Because they, because now everybody, their whole thing is like, I'm gonna. It's cool to like be petty and be a bitch to people. That's 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 my whole personality trait now. Or like, or like make people like the whole screenshot and shit, and like shaming people for being interested in you or, or whatever. All this, all this like weird shit people do nowadays. As we said on, I think the first podcast, niggas is weird. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think um, technology made it easier to like bully and shame people. I don't think you know what I'm saying, like. A lot of this shit wasn't an issue when we were kids. Like, the biggest thing you had to really worry about is somebody, like, showing somebody else a note that you wrote to them. Nowadays, man, like, your shit go viral. Everybody know. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just, shit is different now. Like, it it takes it to a different extreme. And I think what it is more so is people like the quote-unquote notoriety that it gets them when they do shit like that online. Yeah. Cause what it is, right. everybody wants to be. Everybody wants to be a comedian, but they don't know how to be a comedian. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's niggas is weirdos, and the internet has made this like a whole different animal and ball game, which is why people do the shit that they do and get caught up in the shit that they get caught up in. Yeah, yeah. And clout is the new crack. Yeah. Yes. Everybody want to be internet famous. Yep. And if I see Shit. one more ad for fucking flat tummy tea, I think I'm gonna like punch myself Buy in it? the face. Oh. No. <laughs> no. Hey yo, these IG models they got to get their bread too, man. Let them go. They trying to get to Dubai. They trying to get to Dubai. They trying to get the yeah, Dubai. Bread. Right. You, know, you go over to Dubai, it's a whole different game. No, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no I know what they do when they get to Dubai. Dubai. You know, it's levels to that because they try. They got to get the Brazilian, and then they go to Dubai. You're right. You're definitely right. I can't. But hey, <laughs> when they get to Dubai, y'all know you know what they got to do when they get there. Yeah, yeah. they got to earn that trip. They got to earn that flight back. Yeah. Boy, they got to watch all what he got to do. But you know, just know that R. Kelly ain't the only one pissing on folks. No, more than that. <laughs> Shit. 
Yeah, exactly. Shit. And then you got these you got these uh you got these uh premium snap holes. <laughs> like premium snap holes, I can't. <laughs> hey, they they better chill out. IRS looking for them. Right? Shit, IRS is not worried about them hoes, man. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> they did not worry about them hoes. They worried about Terrence Howard. Shit, you see that nigga got a case. Oh my Jesus. He got a case? Yeah. Tax evasion. For what? In Pennsylvania. Oh, damn. What the hell you got in Pennsylvania? Tax evasion, man. No, I'm saying like, does he own property in Pennsylvania? Uh, I think him and his wife or or his fiance are residing there, and they may have a company established there. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, that's 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 my thing, man. (laughs) I got Got the government running behind me, man. You know, trying to up, man. <laughs> Push that shit out. I'm, I'm losing. I'm you know losing line, man. <laughs> Bro, I gotta go. Try to get the money for the rent, but it kinda <laughs> like a gas money speed. What cause a whole lot of bitches jumping? <laughs> <laughs> boy, shout out three six for writing that, boy. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, what else we got on the docket? Are we done for the night? I, yeah, I think that was pretty much it. Yeah, I think that was it. Well, there goes episode nine of Tri Blacker. Um, episode 10, we got some plan for y'all. That might, um, episode 10 may take a, sec, a hot minute to get to y'all because of what we have planned. So y'all stay tuned. And until then, Get caught up on one through nine. Again, we uh, can't stress it enough. We appreciate y'all for listening, for tuning in, for liking, subscribing, rating, following, all that shit y'all be doing, sharing. We appreciate y'all over here at Tri Blacker. Yeah. We appreciate y'all. Thanks for listening with us. Thanks for growing with us. Do your homework and go to bed. Yeah. Drink water. Work and go to bed. Yeah, drink water. Drink water. Exfoliate. Eat fruit. Eat your vegetables. Say your prayers. Your rice and cabbage. Oh, bitch! Whole kind of cabbage that I need to make. Oh. Don't slap your boss. Right. <laughs> Keep your job. No, they probably deserve it. <laughs> this guy. We're not even gonna go there. But uh, thank you for joining us for tonight's episode of Try Blacker. Try Blacker out. We out. <laughs>